0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In, the podcast that gives you more than 10 excuses to go back to bed.
1: Oh, nice!
0: (laughs) I mean, I know what I want to do most days, so... Yep, 9 out of 10 days, can I just go back to bed? (laughs) I'm Megan. And I'm Steffi.
1: How's it going, Steffi? Uh, It's going. It's good. It's, uh, you know... We're here.
0: Yeah. We missed last week because we both got sick. It was just like... Different oh, ways. Oh
1: my God.
0: Uh, just,
1: just constant. Yeah. My child had the stomach flu like on a Sunday and then like, five minutes later, two days later, I got the stomach flu and then she also got pink eye and then <laughs> Megan was like, I think I have strep. And
0: yep. We both had to cancel... Sure did. Dentist appointment. <laughs> I had to cancel my dentist appointment. I had to cancel my haircut a lot the funny thing about the strep is that you had strep like two weeks ago yeah and that is literally the only place i could have gotten it because i don't go anywhere I don't, I don't interact with people i also
1: don't understand how i got it i mean i guess eden must have picked it up the germs from preschool and yeah. brought them home but somehow not gotten it herself yeah because that's the only thing because I, I know that there were kids at preschool who had strep hmm So like maybe, I know what's going around. So maybe your kids did the same thing. They like brought the germs home with them, but we're like, I don't, I'm not going to keep
0: these. I'm just going to gift them to my mother. It's true. It's possible. Yeah. The good thing is that when I went to bed the night before, I was like, "Mm, feel a little like, hmm." and then I woke up in the middle of the night feeling really crummy. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure this is strep. And so I (laughs) made an appointment with the doctor. Like the very next morning, immediately. And then they took this one. And they were like, Yeah, it, it was immediately it came back as strep. I'm like, Yeah, cool. That's basically cool. what mine did too. It was like, Yes, it's strep! Hello, <laughs> hello. But antibiotics are great. So but yeah, it felt great. One, at least the ones you're not allergic to. The ones I'm not allergic to. Uh, they found that I'm, I'm not allergic to Z-Pack, so now. Well,
1: apparently it's actually better. Probably better because I also saw some folks like the same week that you had it. that were posting like, hi, my kid has strep, but apparently there's an antibiotic shortage and we haven't been able to get the antibiotics from the pharmacy. And we've been searching like every pharmacy in the area. And I was like, well, Well, there you go. I guess there's no shortage on Z-Packs. You just have to go down
0: to the third tier (laughs) and you'll be fine. It worked immediately. So it was great. Um, It felt so much better. Yeah.
1: And then awesome. you guys went on your little trip to Seattle. They
0: we went to Seattle, even though my husband the whole time, because he was like freaking out, like, someone's gonna get sick. I'm like, we're going to Seattle. We're not going to. Across the world. Yeah, we're not gonna be in the middle of nowhere where there's no place to go if we needed to go to the doctor.
1: The, also, <laughs> I love the thing that you pointed out to him was like, if we go to Seattle and we get sick, we will go. To the prompt care, which is exactly what we would have to do at home because it's a weekend and the
0: doctor's office is closed. We would have to do it either way. It doesn't really matter if we're going to
1: prompt care in Seattle or at home. They're basically the same thing. Yes.
0: Yes. And also it's a bigger city, so we probably would, we might even get better care. Yeah. (laughs) So.
1: (sighs) bless. Bless the husbands. (laughs) It's fine. I love the ways that they, like, freak out about things that are not worth freaking out about, but then, like, things where you're like, should you be concerned
0: about this? They're like, la, 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 la. He loves freaking out about illness for some reason. When the kids were really little and they would get, you know, the kid fever. Mm -hmm. Kids always get so many fevers when they're small. And he would just panic, like, every time. He'd be like, gotta get the Tylenol. Gotta get the Motrin. I'm like, it's fine. It's it's like 99. It's, he, it's they're letting a let fiever. him sweat it out a little maybe bit before we go to
1: Like, Goodness, maybe he has under just a few too many covers. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> uh, well, so with our week late episode here, uh, well, we are still doing our top tens. So yeah. we're not gonna do every top ten in the world, but we thought it would be fun to occasionally do some episodes where we share some of our top 10s in various categories.
0: Technically, it's like a top five because we're each doing five, but yes. equals 10. Although, so. I think
1: in all my categories, I actually wrote down six.
0: That's not allowed. <laughs> so are fired. I
1: have like bonus. <laughs> so it's like somewhere around top 10. Sure. Um, our categories today uh, that we decided on, we have four of them, uh, are 10 things that annoy us. Or pisses off. Ten things that make us happy. Uh, ten pieces of comfort media, so that can be movies, uh, TV shows, books, podcasts, whatever. Um, and then ten top foods or food experiences. Mm-hmm. So that's those. Those are the categories.
0: I feel like we should start with a negative to get it out of the way. Just to... It's what was at the top
1: of my list. <laughs> uh, do we want to go back and forth, or do we each want to share, like, I share my five, you share your five? I there's, It's possible we could have overlaps on some of these we things. We might have
0: some awesome. overlaps. Um, I, I don't know, actually.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, we can just... Each do our, like, five and five. Okay.
0: Or... Five and a bonus. Please five note also bonus. that Steffi wrote hers down and I did not. So
1: well, only because I knew I wouldn't be able to remember them <laughs> in the moment because I, my brain is a special place. Uh, so these are also in no particular order. I did not like. Yeah, it's them not like front. a
0: one through five situation. It's yes, just kind of because
1: it's just whatever things came to my mind. Right. Also, there might things that be things that annoy me more, and I just didn't think of them in the <laughs> moment. Uh, I also am not naming specific people because there are also, like, specific humans that just piss me off. But I didn't name any names. It's fine. Uh, At the top of my list, though, are narcissists. Mm. Anyone just thinks that they're better than other people and that they are the most important people in the world and that the world revolves around them? I just really fucking struggle (sighs) with that.
0: Yeah. I mean. (laughs) There's just so many, I mean... Also, it, it also goes, I mean, narcissism goes a lot, a lot deeper than that. And that's kind of like the surface level. Because yes. most people don't realize any no. of those things. So,
1: Yeah. A lot of narcissists don't actually realize that they're like, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, just in broad strokes, narcissists.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you have a narcissist in your life. You may be entitled to compensation.
1: (laughs) Or at least payment for your therapy. Okay.
0: (laughs) That's the compensation. That's the compensation. (laughs) It's the payment
1: for your therapy. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Okay. My set, my number two. uh, When I am correct about something and I have the proof, like I have, I have the receipts Mm -hmm. and the person just continues to argue with me about it.
0: Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, when I can easily prove that you are incorrect. Yes. Oh, my God. And I, I don't understand why they do it. It's very, I understand. I do understand, like, everyone has this desire to be correct.
1: Yes. Yeah, so but us when you're just demonstrably wrong. wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like when I could just, like, eviscerate you
1: in just with zero effort, <laughs> like, Look, I can I could really bring you down several pegs and embarrass you right now because mm-hmm. you are that incorrect. Mm-hmm. It's just strange to me that you're going to continue to argue the fact. Yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. It's so strange. I don't I don't understand. Uh manspreaders. <laughs> I don't deal with as often anymore because I don't go out in public, but I did recently fly and I sat next to a couple of man spreaders who are not only like knee spreaders, but also elbow
0: armrest h- hoggers. And I'm like, were you in the middle seat? Yes, I was. Uh, and I'm like, meanwhile, like even, I feel like I just as I'm a so- woman in general, you're, you instinctively like trying to make yourself as small as possible yes. all the time. And also because I don't know if this is just a, if this is also a woman thing, but also I don't want to inconvenience other people. Right. So I am definitely like, well, I want to make sure you have room too. I'll but just like- keep all my belongings oh. right here in my
1: little thing. And I'm going to keep my elbows on my half of the armrest or like everybody gets my arms arm pressed
0: over my chest. <laughs> literally. And this guy is just like,
1: like, I'm like, I, these are not, you know, like airplane seats are not like wide seats, so you, your arm, your, even if you're, like, not a big human, your arms just sort of naturally need to take up some space on the armrests. Hmm. It's really annoying, and I was like, and it was only men! It was not the <laughs> it's always only women men. that I was sitting next to. It's always men. That's why it's they're called man's burners. <laughs> um, okay, as, as someone who works in the restaurant industry, I mean, there are a number. Boy, I've got a long list for that, but um, we have, the next one has, like, an A and B part. A, part A is bad tippers. I just, bad tippers piss me off in general. But also, B is, as a server, when I approach your table and I say, like, hi, how are we doing this evening? Like, you know, my name is Steffi. I'll be taking care of you. Like, it's mm. not like I have, like, a long speech that I'm giving you. I'm mm. just like, hi, how are you doing? And they, like, cut you off and they're like, we want water. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's how this is gonna
0: go. They really are cool. really impatient. Awesome,
1: <laughs> it's great. It's my favorite thing. It's so nice. Um, so this is like a extremely personal one that just is only f- happens to me. Uh, so we all know that I do not like chocolate. And there's a variety of reactions that come when you tell someone that you hate all chocolate. It's your most abhorred food. Uh, Some people are like, huh, interesting. Some people are like, oh, my sister also hates chocolate. That's pretty normal. God bless those people. I love them. Then we have the people that are like, what? (laughs) We have people who try to tell me that, well, you can't possibly be a woman because you don't like chocolate. Ew, gross. Very gross. Then we also have there's like a subset of people like being surprised. That's fine. You can be surprised because um, there are certain things. That I'll like people will be like, I don't like cheese, and I'm like, that's bizarre and surprising. Uh, but then you tell them that, and then they're like, it's like they want to test just how much I hate it. They'll be like, we'll eat this chocolate cookie, and I'll be like, I, no. I'm like we'll eat this thing, or they'll like try to sneak it into like just to, like t- to truly test me, and I'm like. I set up a boundary with you. <laughs> like, I said, I don't like chocolate. And that was, like, an unspoken boundary of, like, just don't don't give me chocolate. And with death we will not have a problem. But now you're, like, crossing my boundary. So, like, fuck the fuck off. But also when they're, like, you can't possibly be a woman because you don't like chocolate. I'm, like,
0: I mean, I am. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's a woman out in the wild! <laughs> Like, I don't... What the fuck? I give my kids a pass just because they have not been exposed to that many people who do not like chocolate. Yeah. And they really love chocolate. Yes. So they're always baffled. But I'm like, you're a kid.
1: Like, yes. I, and okay. I don't mind... Again, like, I don't mind it when people are, like, confused and slightly baffled by it. Because mm. I admit, it's a very weird thing. But then when people act like it's, like, the world is going to fall apart, they're, like, grown people. And they're, like, the world is going to fall apart because mm. you don't like chocolate. And also, like
0: how do you live your life? And I'm like, I just live my life. I don't see. The thing is though, I don't think it's actually that weird because there are plenty of foods that people don't like. I know. It's just that chocolate is so weirdly ingrained into our culture overall. Yeah. That that is what makes it weird. But
1: yes, that's still stupid. <laughs> but, and also like, I also think they realize like there are also like a lot of cultures that are are not, don't have chocolate, so like deeply ingrained in their like culinary traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just happen to, so, yeah. whatever, it's fine. Everyone's life experiences have to be universal, which is where my bonus one is, when someone tells you li- your life expe- their life experience, and then the person argues with them about it. <laughs> like, you did not experience that, and you're like, yes, I did. See, back to point one. Narcissism! <laughs> anyway, okay, so those were my five
0: plus a bonus. What are yours? Excellent. Um, see, this is why I also should have written them down because I immediately was like, th- as you're talking, I'm like, ah, thinking those, in my head. And then I was like, I forgot them immediately. <laughs> um, I win this round. <laughs> so I, I don't want to just be like people, but <laughs> <laughs> I know I tried really hard not to be like humanity. Yeah. Um, So yesterday I went to the grocery store and (laughs) everyone at the grocery store, I go, it went, it was pouring rain most of the day. Yes. And so there were just automatically less people, but I also went in the morning. So there were not that many people and which meant that there are a lot of workers like stocking shelves and milling around. I had so many employees talk to me. Oh my God. They're so this is—it's just a weird complaint because they're so nice. You, but also, <laughs> you uniquely I, have this problem. I just want to get my shopping done. I don't need your help. If anything, you're in my way. I just want to get my shit and get out because I have a million things to do during the day. Yes. It's fine if, like, one person says, hi, how are you? Like, I can get that. But then when, like, seven people ask you how you're doing today, I'm like, no. I've only been in the store for 20 minutes. Like, please fuck off. I've been here all day. You don't need to be concerned about it. Also, Also, you, you, like,
1: uniquely have problems like this because it's just so funny to me because you... Somehow people always want to talk to me. You have so many people that know. just will walk up to you and strike up conversations with you. Yes. all fucking people. Like, it, I just don't know <sighs> if I can explain to you listeners how much Megan is not the type that you would think... I do not have a
0: friendly face. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know what I look like. I do not have a face that screams, please come talk to me. I am craving conversation. (laughs) I accept that about myself. Why can't the rest of the world? You've
1: trained your face for this reason. You've lived your whole life training to tell people to fuck off with your face. And they don't listen. I don't...
0: It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um... Uh. Things that annoy me. Uh, can I just say Facebook? Like blanket Facebook. Yeah, that's fair. Um, there's there's multiple layers of the Facebook hate. Yes. Uh, but I've been using Facebook since 2004.
1: She was like using Facebook when it was like only for college students.
0: Yeah, and only like <laughs> limited college colleges had it at that point. It was like the big ones. Uh, and I went to a big school, so we had it. Um but I, I'm still on Facebook because you kind of have to use it for your business if you have a business that's yes. kind of social media based like blogs are. I hate it. An unfortunate side effect of our jobs. Yes. I hate it so much. Um, and it's, it's not necessarily the platform itself. It's that the people who are mostly on Facebook are chronically online people <laughs> that just have a lot to say all the time about everything all the time. Just constant. <laughs> and it's just really aggravated even people that it's not just like readers or the general public, or your great aunt Susan or any of those people, it's also people who are also in our business. Yes. Who are they just they might be the worst offenders actually. They're just constantly asking questions that they should know the answer to, especially ones that are this is I guess is like to be. <laughs> people who ask questions are like is this a scam oh my god so there's a new thing <laughs>
1: there's a new thing so there's there's like been many iterations of like social media scams right like there's been like the phishing emails where it's like your password's been compromised click here or like mm-hmm. whatever the new thing is like there's these facebook pages and that'll name it like Facebook community violations dot 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 and privacy question mark. And it'll <laughs> be like, like, it's obvious just from the page title that this is like not legit. And it'll like tag your page. And yes. it'll be like, your page has violated some shit. Click here. And you'll get like tagged in this post. And they'll post, these bloggers will post it and be like, do you think this is legit? And you're like, Sure, click on it and see what happens. Yeah. Or, they'll honestly, get... at this point, go for it. Right,
0: <laughs> let's thin the herd. Honestly, <laughs> especially, and they'll get emails that were like, like there will be no punctuation, yes, or Facebook will be somehow spelled wrong, yes, or the or email address like will that. be like Bob
1: at internet.com yes. and you're like i don't think that facebook's official email is bob at internet.com i
0: think not <laughs> like Plus, what is happening i don't it's so confusing to me along those same lines we <laughs> i'm in it i'm in some groups where we share each other's content and help promote each other and things like that and all these groups have rules yes and for some reason, it is so hard for people to follow the rules. They're not even complicated rules. They're not complicated. And it's just, they get really... Up and, like they. Some people just kind of refuse to follow the rules. It's so strange. And feel, it seems like they want a special case because of whatever. And I'm just like, no! This is a, it doesn't even matter. Like, I, the point is, I know it doesn't matter. But that's why you should just follow it. Just do it! Because it's so easy to do. <laughs> like, I... Just why. Why? Uh I guess that's like three things then. <laughs> um my other thing is uh jeans. Yeah. In general. The kind you wear. Not the, the kind. kind that are in your body, although those can also be annoying, to be clear. <laughs> the kind you put on your body. Um, especially for women. But also I've noticed for men now too, the sizing just doesn't make any fucking so sense. Weird. Makes no sense at all. I am wearing a pair of jeans uh, that actually got when we were in St. Louis, and it fits. They fit really well, but they are also, um, they're the right length for me. Uh huh. And anyone else, they would be like way too short. Yes. But they're not labeled as like petite jeans. You're supposed to have like kind of
1: high watery jeans. I don't. Days. I don't no. know. It's very confusing. <laughs> Because I was having that problem. Yeah. Like, because I was trying on jeans. We were trying on jeans at the same time. And, like, the ones that were supposed to be, like, the full length jeans hit, at like, this really bizarre length. Like, they were just not long enough. Mm -hmm. They were not short enough to be, like, ankle ankle length. So I had to buy, like, a pair of, like, ankle length, quote unquote, jeans to, like, not look stupid. Yeah. What is happening? I don't understand... Like apparently Madewell jeans are made short, made short jeans. I don't,
0: I don't know because I have other jeans from them and they're not super short, but they're that's longer than the ones I'm wearing right now. I don't. I don't. It's weird. It's very I don't know confusing. what the youths are
1: wearing these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I hate, which I feel like we're probably going to get into a little bit next week when we talk about fandoms, is when it's kind of the same thing with like you and chocolate where like you don't like chocolate. You just. You don't like it. It's fine. Whatever. But when you don't like a certain piece of media oh God, and people lose, and their, people minds. lose their minds they am like well why or it won't even like my son especially wants me to try some video games and I'm like no I don't like that kind of video game. He's like well, why don't you try it? I'm like because I don't I already know that I'm not going to like it Like, but why don't you try it? I'm like because I don't like it. Well, I'm in my 40s and I've tried a lot of things and I know <laughs> what I like and I don't like. Yes. Like same people if the if you tell them that you don't like Star Wars. Oh my God, the Star especially Wars, especially men. People. Woo, dudes, they get real angry and really upset. And they're like, "Well, you know, you just you need to watch them. Like, this is now going to be my goal. We're going to sit down and watch all of them together." I'm like, "No, yeah. we're not, because I will fall asleep." <laughs> or just basically anything where you're like, "You know, I just don't like that. That's fine." But you like, don't like The Godfather. You don't like The Godfather. What? It was a classic. Uh, yeah, not it uh, uh no. Nah. Yeah, it's, and it's kind of the same thing where it's the, um, like the same but opposite of where men, especially, disparage women for the things that they do like. Yes. We're like, sometimes I want to go to Starbucks and get myself a little- Well, that's so basic. basic. Like, but who cares? It makes me happy. If I want to get myself a little treat- I'm what does that matter, matter to you? <laughs> I don't, it's weird how everyone is so invested in everyone else's like, choices and yes. business, but it doesn't affect them at like, all. Like, I
1: hate talking about, like, music with people because people get, like, so... Yes! <laughs> Megan just flipped her hair like an asshole. It's like, that's how people react. They're like, mm. Like, either, like, your music choices are, like, so basic and, like, you just have terrible taste in music because you like what's popular or, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, like... I'm like, guys, look. Like, let's just like what we like. It's fine.
0: Just yeah, like alone. I, I can like a lot of really weird shit, but also I like Taylor Swift. Like, adore and that's it.
1: fine because I'm a dynamic human being. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those things just piss us off. Let's talk about things that make us happy. Uh, so I did not include. I- I'm gonna say we cannot say like our human families. Mm-hmm. They don't count because in theory they should probably make us happy we'll see uh so just like as a as a blanket it has to be like more specific than sure. like, my family makes me happy <laughs> so like to I like end, the sunshine I'm not gonna say that my animals make me happy but what does make me happy are animal snuggles it doesn't have to be my mm. animal it can be someone else's pet I love when I'm at someone else's house and their pet comes up and is like I need to sit in especially if it's a big dog mm. and it's way too big to sit and be a lap dog <laughs> and that big dog is like I'm a lap dog. I need to sit in your lap. That is, like, my happy place. Please smush me. Please make it impossible for me to breathe. I love you. Please smother me. That is all I want in my life is to Excellent. be smothered by giant dogs. Mm. And, like, people will be like, oh, my God. No, I'm so sorry. You know, there's just something. I'm like, please, I am in heaven right now. Please don't make your dog get up. I want to be smothered by your dog. Like, it's like a little live weighted blankets great being by myself (laughs) in a quiet house yes i no no further notes (laughs) uh beautiful handmade art Mm. yeah yeah like made by people that i know sometimes even people that i don't know it can be fiber art it can be pottery it can be a painting i just i love it just makes me happy I like you know supporting the artists I like having it in my home I love it. it makes me happy the smell of old books
0: mm, sometimes
1: I mean like not if they're moldy
0: yeah but
1: like the you know the right kind of old book smell mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they just like their pages feel a certain like <laughs> like kind of soft with age and also like a little bit of a crinkliness to them mm-hmm. and like there's like just the right amount of mustiness like give, give it to me like yeah just 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 pump it through my house. <laughs> give it to me. Uh, similar to the animal snuggles and being buried under a uh, giant dogs, being buried under lots of cozy blankets. Mm. I just think I just want to be covered up with something at all times.
0: You need one of those, like, cocoon... I do. I can't remember what they're called. It's like a... It's not a snuggie, but it's, yes, it's definitely little a wearable blanket, blanket situation. Right, right. <laughs> just
1: like it, just like compresses you, yeah. like snuggly. Yes, that would make me happy. Uh, my bonus here is is about my kid, but specifically lately, it is like watching her imagination just mm-hmm. like blossom because she's reached that magical age. Where it's like a great age. She has an imagination, and she'll be like, well, she'll watch something, and then she'll like want to like reenact it. <laughs> and she'll be like, mommy, you're. T- t- She's like, we I introduced her to the Little Mermaid this week, and so she but she she zeroes in one of the funniest things. Like she's really obsessed with the dog in The Little Mermaid. And sure. the scene where like Prince Eric's boat, like they have like the wreck in the storm, and the boat catches on fire, and he goes back up to rescue Max the dog, it's mm. like has Max like jump to him, and so she'll be like, stand on the couch and she'll be like, Mommy, I'm I'm going to jump. Catch me. (laughs) Reenacting that specific scene. It's like very hilarious. (laughs) So,
0: all right. What uh, are your things? Um, One thing for sure is uh, when things start sprouting up in the ground after winter. Like seeing... You know, stuff in my garden for sure, but like seeing when the tulips start coming up. The crocus are always those first little... (laughs) Yes, it makes me so happy to be like, life! And and that first day where you open the windows
1: or you walk outside and it smells like spring. Yes. It doesn't happen in cities. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it happens outside of the Midwest, truth be told, because I've never lived for long periods of time outside of the Midwest. I mean,
0: I don't... It's not... It's not the same in Texas because it's not... I feel like the way spring smells is like a combination of the dirt and the grass and the new leaves on the trees mm-hmm. and because like the way the dirt is in Texas <laughs> the dirt's clay and the grass doesn't die decay
1: like from yeah, the I mean all the
0: leaves fall down and stuff, but like it's, it's not, the not the same. It's the same thing with like winter smells a certain way, but only yes. in like places it snows yes um, yeah, I totally agree with that um. Waffles, oh man! Waffles really make me happy.
1: There's something about
0: there's something about waffles that are so much better than pancakes, and I don't know why because you literally use the same batter. Same batter. Uh, I don't know if it's because they're like a little crispier. They're crispy. But then they get you get the the little pockets pockets. to put your butter in. yeah uh, it's funny because whenever we go out to breakfast like I always want to order the waffle because I love waffles, yeah. but then I'm like, but it's stupid to order a waffle because I can literally make waffles at my I house But I'm like,
1: but I really like waffles. I know. <laughs> and there is something about like restaurant waffles that are just like, yeah, a, a, like a little bit crispier than you can make them. I don't know what it is. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't know what it is either. It's
1: like the industrial. Belgian waffle machines
0: maybe it's just because they've know. made so many waffles on their waffle makers maybe. that it's really conditioned whereas mine only gets used like once a month So <laughs> exactly <laughs> I don't know but there's something really special about it let me tell you um not specific to my f- I, w- I would like same thing with you with like family thing not necessarily specific specific mm-hmm. but uh like snuggles from your children yes are really nice Um, one of mine still does give me snuggles and hugs. He still hugs me. which is nice. Yes. It makes me still feel loved. Not like a discarded, whatever. Like that horrible person with the paycheck that fronts all their things for them. (laughs) Um, what is that? Three or four?
1: Uh, I think that was four. I lost count.
0: (laughs) Um... Being able to go to a store when I don't necessarily have, like, a thing I need to get. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say window shopping, but, because I kind of hate window shopping. Yeah. Where you know you're not going to buy anything. Yes. But the kind of shopping where you can just wander and, like, let the things speak to you. And you can just buy stuff that you like. yeah. Like and if it's you not see like, something
1: you fall in love with, you're yes. like, this is, this is the item.
0: This is the thing, yes. Um, I feel like you don't really get to do that that often. Yeah. It feels like such a luxury. Especially if you have kids. Especially if you have kids. Um, but also, like, you get to a certain point in your life. Like, I'm old. Not old, but, you know, <laughs> I'm a full adult. I've been a full adult for a while. <laughs> I have a house full of shit. I don't necessarily need things at this point in my life, Um, and I also don't like to buy things frivolously, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so I definitely, like, appreciate when I have the time to be like, oh, this thing, like, really, I feel it in my heart. The special thing. Yeah. I'm not just, like, buying things to buy things. Yes. Um, Makes me feel good. Yes. Because then I also know that, like, I'm going to use this thing, or I'm really going to enjoy this thing. Exactly. I feel that.
1: Okay, next category is our comfort media, comfort pieces of media. Mm. Um, mine are goofy, um, <laughs> per <laughs> usual. Uh, so I have a mix of uh, mostly movies and books, um, but also... <laughs> I just really like listening to old episodes of You're Wrong About and Maintenance Face. <laughs> not that those are, its which is very weird. That's, that's goofy because most of them are not like happy topics. No, but listening to them makes me really happy. Yeah, I just really like, I like the hosts. I like the dynamic of the hosts together. I like... Learning things, so it'll remind me of the things that I learned. I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> also, because I've already listened to the episodes, I can also like kind of put them on and like not have to listen closely. Yeah, because you know I, I mean? feel like when a
0: new episode comes out, I have to like stop everything that I'm doing because I want to, you know, actually yes. actively listen to what they're saying. Yes,
1: yes. Um, my books. Uh, again, strange because it's not an upper, but uh, East of Eden will always be, like, a comfort book for me. Like, I can pick it up and just, like, feel happy reading it, even though it is not an upper of the book. <laughs> um, I also sort of rediscovered my love for the book Ella Enchanted, which is a middle-grade novel that I loved as a middle-grade student. Um, and it's, like, a Cinderella retelling. Um, I just loved it as a kid. And, and so it's always sort of a comeback to uh also along those veins the movie ever after again is it a great uh is it a great cinematic masterpiece (laughs) not even the slightest do i fucking love it sure do um
0: i also love the movie moulin rouge um it's so good it makes me so happy because like Ewan McGregor is up there like grinning like a fool singing and i'm like you can't help but smile seeing his face
1: it's just so good um, and then there is a singer songwriter, uh, named Brendan James that I just really love his music and his music just always makes me happy. It's just stuff I can listen to when I just need a little comfort music Aww. in my life. So there you go. Also nice. do that with Taylor Swift. <laughs> again, we're just like, a little
0: So, okay, your turn. Um, so my number one comfort movie of all time is Amelie. Uh, It makes me laugh, it makes me cry, especially if it's a movie if it's you know, you get sometimes you get days where you're like, I need to cry. Yes. Like I feel it building up in my body and I need to just get it out. And that is definitely a movie that I can put on and be like sobbing by the end of it every time. (laughs) And it has a happy ending, but like it just it's so beautiful and so well done and like I I don't know. I feel like it also holds up because yeah we love a movie that holds up it's like 20 at least 20 years old by now and um i think a lot of movies definitely don't hold up and it's just like so on like this weird edge of like creativeness Mm -hmm. and like not really based in like a specific point in time Mm -hmm. that you can just be like oh yeah Mm -hmm. how lovely so Mm -hmm. that's my number one um in terms of music, I, it's kind of weird because <laughs> I I like to listen to music while I work, mm-hmm. but it has to be usually a certain kind of music
1: mm-hmm. for,
0: depending on what I'm doing, like sometimes... What are the vibes? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it has to be music that I want to sing along to, and sometimes it has to be music that I can like just really get stuff done. Yes. And I'm really into these playlists that are called Lo-Fi Beats. <laughs> I think uh, our friend Ade also listens to it because we were yes. when we were at our house, I heard a song. I'm like, I recognize this song. <laughs> it's from my lo Beats playlist. From the lo Beats playlist. Also, the playlist is like 30 hours long, <sighs> which I really appreciate because there's a lot of really good playlists out there, but they're only like two hours. Yeah. And so then I have That's to- That's not a whole
1: day of work. Then I
0: have to keep going back and finding new playlists to listen to throughout the day, which is yeah. kind of aggravating to me. But there's just- because it's lo-fi, and, but there you have, like, the beat going, so mm-hmm. it's really good, like, working music, and mm-hmm. it just makes me feel, like, in the zone, and, like, if I put that on, I'm like, this is... I'm gonna get stuff done Yeah, when I have this music. Um, for books, uh, similarly to, <laughs> like, the middle grade, lower grade novels, um... I really like the whole, like, Anne of Avonlea series. Oh. There's, like, I don't know how many books there are, but there's a lot of books. Uh Uh-huh. And it starts with, like, you know, obviously Anne of Green Gables, Uh but then it goes all the way through, like, her daughter, like, and everything. It's so interesting, because I think
1: there are so many, like, I think there are a lot
0: of mostly women, like, in
1: our age Mm -hmm. range Mm -hmm. that have similar feelings about those books. Mm -hmm. And I tried so hard. I tried so hard to read them, (laughs) and I just, like, couldn't. I don't know what it was. Maybe I should try it again as an adult, but... Maybe. When I was, like, in that age where, like, everyone was reading them, I was like, I'll read it. And then I, like,
0: literally kept falling asleep, and I was like, never mind, talk to something else. (laughs) I actually don't really remember reading them when I was that age, because I would have been reading higher level books when I was at the actual age. Also. That everyone else
1: was reading the Anne of Green Gables. I know. Someone who was so obsessed. Someone, like, closer to your age, um, who was so obsessed with them that she, like, named her children after characters. But not, like, Anne. Not, like, normal. Like, it was, like, Rilla. Mm. And then, like, Jem. And we were, like, we were all, like, when she did that, we were, like, huh. Interesting choices. <laughs>
0: maybe not the weirdest I've heard. It's not May.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, sidebar, there's a TikTok filter going around right now that's like, teenage you! Oh my god! Did you see Hank Green's? Yeah. Where he was like, and then there's someone where he like did it and he's like, this is not what it looked like. And then someone in the comments goes,
0: it's giving May." (laughs) So... I tried it just to see what it would look like, and all it does is like it thins out your face huh. and like smooths right your under eyes, yes, mostly. So like makes it kind of it just does the same thing to everyone, yes. Which I'm like, well, that's not how your faces age, because <laughs> I was looking at, I'm like, I mean, maybe it kind of looks a little bit like I did when I was a teenager, but also not. <laughs> so it's weird, creepy. Oh man, it was also like. I'm hey Green, and you're watching Disney Channel. Yes, because <laughs> that's, that's totally what, that like what it looked like. A Disney yes. Channel actor. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, okay, you. That was three. Okay, that was your third one. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, while we get off track. Um. Oh. I mean, I I agree with Moulin Rouge. So I, that's fine.
1: That'd you be can like you another. Can, you can use that one. I I've been meaning
0: Moulin to watch Rouge. it. Um, actually I'll go off of that and I'll say, uh, also Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet.
1: Oh, I was going to watch that the other night and then I got distracted and didn't.
0: It's so good. I think partially one of the reasons I love it too is also like it came out when I was a teenager. Uh So it was like really into my like, Uh my culture time of like, yes. Yes. Um, and the music is just so freaking good. Like I know not everybody loves Baz Luhrmann at all. Acquired taste. Acquired taste, definitely. Like his signature style is over the top. Yes. Uh, but he can curate a playlist, man. Like mm-hmm. it's true. It's amazing. It's I love. True. I love this. I have the soundtrack, both discs <laughs> still on on D- CD. <laughs> love. Can't play them on anything, but she's got them. Uh, I think I could. I might be able. I can play them in my car. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that going for me. <laughs> um <laughs> i feel like this is cheating a little bit but i want to say tiktok that's fine because uh not like the mindless scrolling part of it but like I f- it's kind of where i go when like i need to decompress yes and i feel like i learned so much yes. on tiktok i know everyone's algorithm is different. And not everybody is learning on TikTok, but I learn on TikTok. Yeah, you (laughs) and I
1: get a lot of the same things, and I learn a shitload. I learn a lot. I Um, learn a lot about myself. I learn a lot about other people. mm -hmm. I learn a lot about crafting. I learn a lot about,
0: like... I learn about... I've been learning a lot about history
1: lately. One of my favorite uh, humans to follow
0: is um,
1: Mercury Stardust uh, she calls herself the trans handy ma'am. Oh, I don't follow her, but I get her videos. And I love, I love following her in general because I learned so much from her, uh, just about so many things, but like she was showing the other day how you can like, instead of using a stud finder, cause they're like so sketchy, especially on plaster walls. She was mm-hmm. like, get yourself like a magnet from the hardware store and hang a necklace from it and it'll, to the, the, um, screws and the studs and then you can use the, chain from the necklace it'll show you like oh there's where it's going because it's automatically gonna like hang perfectly down or whatever and I was like what yeah <laughs> and it goes through drywall and plaster and like all of the things and like she showed it on all these different walls and she was like and like you'll know if it's a pipe or a because if like you go up it and it like releases then mm. that's a stud yeah you know it's inner, the, the screws are like not the whole way and if it just keeps going you've found a pipe and I was like save <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need, to, I need to follow more people because there's a lot of people that I get in my feed that that I love and I get their yes. videos all the time and I'm just not following them for some reason. Yeah. So I need to be adding more people. But
1: yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um agree with that. Okay. Best foods and food experiences. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see um, some themes with mine. <laughs> um, okay. One of my very favorite food experiences was in Lisbon, Portugal. And I went there as a college student when I was studying abroad, we spent a weekend there. And I had done some research, because, you know, nerd, and uh, had like, learned about this traditional style of music in Portugal called fadu, I think is how it's pronounced. And the lady at our hostel was actually like really, really nice and super helpful. And I was like, hey, is there anywhere we could go to like hear some traditional fadu music? She was like, "Yes, there's this little restaurant that plays it. I can make you a reservation if you want." And we we're like, "That's great!" And so my friends and I went, and it was this little hole in the wall restaurant that was owned by this couple that was a million years old. They'd been married for over fifty years, and the wife used to be like. They only spoke Portuguese, but because we spoke Spanish, we were able to, like, understand each other because the languages are similar enough. Mm-hmm. so we were able to carry on this conversation with the little old man that owned it. He's surely dead by now because <laughs> they were a million years old, like, 15 years ago. And I guess the wife was once, like, the most famous, like, fado singer in Portugal. And now they own this little restaurant. And they it was just, like, the most amazing Portuguese like home cooked type food and then these musicians came in and sang and I was like this is like one of those like core memory <laughs> experiences. Um, couldn't tell you the name of it. That's fine. I ha- It's probably not even there anymore who knows <laughs> but it was amazing. Um, uh, also in Portugal their uh, Portuguese custard tarts mm. <sighs> guys <laughs> real fucking good um similarly in segovia spain there's a dessert called ponche de segovia or sometimes called poche, ponche segoviano and it's like layers of like cake and like custard and it's got like marzipan on the outside and it was like one of those where like i heard that it was like the very famous dessert and i was like must find <laughs> also excellent um and then my other one that's in this vein. Um, when I was in Boston in 2019, uh, one of my friends was like, you have to go get a cannoli from, and now I can't remember. Is if it Mike's? Was, well, I can't remember now if it was at Mike's or Modern Pastry because they're literally, literally across the street from each other. Right.
0: And they're like. Mike's is the place that I always hear people be like, you have to go here. And I can't, well. And Modern Pastry is like the fancier place. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Because I like
1: tried to look and see and they look the same <laughs> and they're both like on the same street. And I was like, I, like it might've been modern, but it might've been Mike's, but I don't remember because I've heard they both are amazing. But mm-hmm. anyway, I had the most fucking amazing cannoli from one of those places. And I assume the other one's awesome too. And you could like go in and choose like what you want, like with what your shell and your filling like it was a, you could, they could put together. It wasn't just like, Oh, here's with the fucking chocolate chips in it. Gross. Mm-hmm. Like you got to kind of choose. It yeah. was I took it back to my hotel and ate it in bed that night and it was just amazing. Um, <laughs> any of the goat restaurants
0: mm, in Chicago, yeah.
1: any of Stephanie Izard's restaurants I've been to are just amazing.
0: They're all really good.
1: They have great service. Like their service is always really good. The food is really good. The atmosphere of the restaurants is great. Love it. Um, and then and I was in London, I ate at Nopi, which is an Italian restaurant. And that was really great. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, downstairs, like, not in the main dining room. We were, like, downstairs where the kitchen is. And they've got, like, an open kitchen so you could, like, see into the kitchen. Mm -hmm.
0: It was excellent. So those are mine. Excellent. Uh, So my first one, I actually told you about this when we went to St. Louis. Um, But it is this core memory for me, which is the first time that I ever had hummus. Yes. Which was (laughs) in Israel. On the coast in Caesarea, and we it was the first night we were there, and it was like our kind of like get to know, we kind of knew each other, because we were, um, it was for school, so uh-huh. like it was our school, but then it was also University of Michigan, mm-hmm. so we were getting to know the Michigan people, and then the few like outline like there was a guy from Tufts, and like the extra people. The randos. <laughs> randos. Um, and across the bay was a wedding... And they were partying it up, and they were playing, or playing, blasting <laughs> Shares Believe. <laughs> and so they'll have this, like, core memory, like, sitting there on this table with the ocean crashing, or not the ocean, the Mediterranean uh-huh. crashing on the shore, Shares Believe playing in the background, <laughs> eating hummus. Amazing. <laughs> it's, like, the best memory. Amazing. They could possibly have of a food. um, Yeah, so weird. And that was kind of, like, it's also interesting because that's when i first started eating beans basically oh yeah like i didn't grow up eating beans i didn't like beans and so then i had hummus and i'm like oh these are beans so (laughs) i might like other beans if they're prepared correctly (laughs) (laughs) it's the runway if i can dip pita into it it might be delicious if it has flavor it might be good um another one a lot of these are also i guess they're all maybe all travel related too. Uh, when Bob and I went to Paris, when, oh, when I was pregnant with Reese, <laughs> it's not, not recommended to go to Paris for the first time when you aren't pregnant. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of good things that you're not supposed to eat. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't, rec- it wasn't on purpose. Like we booked the trip and then I got pregnant. So oops, I was only, it was very early on. Yeah. So it was definitely like in the time where you're going to be sick. Oh no. A lot. Like right before it, uh. I definitely did get really sick from one meal, but that's not the good meal food memory. <laughs> um, getting a croissant oh! from Pierre Hermé, sitting in the square and eating it—it's just like crumbling. Yes, it's perfectly crackly. Like if you're not—if you've only eaten croissants from like Costco or you Starbucks, don't, you or whatever, don't know. You don't know. You don't know until you don't know. You, what a,
1: you don't know what a fresh, homemade croissant can do to a person's
0: soul. Yes. Like, <sighs> yes. It just just warms your heart all the way through. Yeah. I mean, at least if you like bread and butter, which I do. Which we clearly do, <laughs> since many of ours are related to pastries. It's fine. Um, I have a, a two. The next two are, like, kind of related because they take place at the same place. Uh. When I went to San Francisco. Oh, so much good food in San And I went to the Ferry Building for the first time.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Just in general. Like, that experience in general. The Ferry Building, the Ferry Building Farmer's Market. And it was just like... When you're... Like, especially when I was... I wouldn't say like... I guess kind of like a new blogger. Mm-hmm. But like, when food blogging was like... It was different back then, but it was was. also, like, really exciting and really fun. And you're just, like, in this farmer's market that Mm -hmm. has literally everything. Mm -hmm. And it was just a very exciting time for, like, a food person to be like, I've never seen this before. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing when, like, because we went to Pike Place this past weekend and It was fine, but I wasn't as excited about it because I've already experienced all those things. Something like that.
1: Yeah, I remember um, being in Barcelona because there's a market in Barcelona, like mm. a very famous market that's like you walk in and it's just all of these stalls of everything you can imagine. Yeah, and just like I walked in there as a college student that was like a secret foodie and like really enjoying all the weird foods they were feeding us, and my fellow students were like. This is weird. I don't want to eat this. Yeah. Give me yours. Uh, And I was just like, lived in that market for like three days. I was like, I never want to go anywhere else in my life. This is perfection. Yeah. And there is that like first time you experience something like that where you're Mm just like,
0: (gasps) 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 (laughs) especially growing up like in the Midwest where you're like, you have nothing.
1: Yeah. That doesn't, that does not exist in the Midwest.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's better now, but definitely, I mean, even 10 years ago, it was like, A huge deal. Yeah. Um. So related, because the reason I was in San Francisco was to go to a football game conference, and I don't remember which year it was. Maybe the first year, because I went twice. But they did for one of their dinners. They did um, like an outstanding in the field situation. It wasn't in a field. It was in a warehouse. Okay. (laughs) I don't. I don't really. I guess because uh like to get us into a field in San Francisco would they would have to go really hours far outside. away <laughs> yeah um but so if you don't know what outstanding in the field is it's basically uh, like a it's a like very large coursed family style meal and they do one really long table <laughs> for like 150 people or more <laughs> and so the way they they like had these tables snaking through the warehouse and the warehouse was set up in a way that like, they had the food, like, vegetables uh-huh. and produce, like, all on display. Oh, gorgeous. And they had um, this winemaker who was there. Like, was, they were serving his wine, but he was also, like, there and, like, chatting with us. And he's, oh. like, a super, like, cool, like, old San Francisco hippie kind of guy. Oh. And he was really funny. Um, but it was the first time that I had Brussels sprouts.
1: Oh, it changed her Brussels life! Brussels sprouts
0: changed my life! <laughs> But I tell you, this girl will order them at any (laughs) menu if she sees them. (laughs) Especially, it was so funny because the people that I was sitting with, like, are from, one was from California, one was from, like, the Seattle area. And they were both like, you've never had roasted brussels sprouts? I'm like, no, I have not. I Sheltered life. Like, you don't understand. They're like, you have to try these. And I was like, I don't know. Uh. I'm scarred by steamed brussels sprouts as a kid. Yeah, but they yeah. were roasted. And I think they had might have had, like, pancetta pieces in them. Mm. And they were, yes, like, life-changing. Like, mm-hmm. now I fucking love brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was amazing. Uh, and the last one was um, my husband and I, I think it was for my birthday, we went to this restaurant in Austin that doesn't exist anymore. Um, but it was a very fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was a um, not, I wouldn't say like molecular gastronomy at all, but it was kind of the same kind of restaurant where you like, everything is It's a fixed price chef's menu Mm -hmm. and you have like, you know, eight courses or whatever and all the extra things and then you can get the wine pairings and it was really expensive. Mm -hmm. But it was so good. (sighs) Like we splurged and we got the wine pairing too and we were so fucking drunk by the end of it (laughs) because it was literally like, you know, eight courses and a a drink for for everything. And also I had done this like food event thing. Uh, maybe like a couple of months before where they paired up bloggers and photographers and sommeliers Mm -hmm. to like go around town and do these wine tasting. It was like a really cool, interesting event. But I was paired up with the sommelier from this restaurant. And so she remembered me. And then so we got extra drinks. Nice. Extra foods. That's the best when you know someone at the restaurant (laughs) and they bump you some stuff. They're like, like, yes. You don't want just one dessert. Here's all the desserts. Yes. Here's all the things. And I'm like, okay can't eat all this food. <laughs> oh, I'm miserable. <laughs> it was so good though. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I think it could probably close just because it was really expensive and, yeah. you know, they... It's a restaurant where they only have, you know, a certain number of tables every yeah. night because... And it probably just doesn't have uh, yeah enough income to offset. It probably had to be subsidized by his other restaurants, yeah, I would probably. assume. But it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. And uh, I think any restaurant a Really nice restaurant like that that has one of those menus, I always feel like it's totally worth it.
1: Yeah, it almost always is because, like, I think the thing because, like, I know a lot of people be, will see things on like prefix menus and they'll be like, but I don't like mm-hmm. this one thing that's on here. Like, the thing I think that people don't understand is that, like, when a chef or like they'll see like one thing on a plate and they'll be like, but I don't like ginger. <laughs> leave the ginger out, and you're like, no, because it ruins the whole dish. Like yeah. at a restaurant like that, every single dish, like every component of that dish, everything that's on the plate, like not just as like the ingredients that are like in the sauce or in the wet, like even the garnishes, like are thought out, yeah, to a level where like every piece like is needed to make the dish perfect. Yeah, and so like I can go to a place like that and eat something. i don't normally love like even if it's like beets or something and be like oh in this case they actually were delicious because they were paired exactly right with the exact other thing i still won't eat tentacles or chocolate because (laughs) it's you but like anything else i'm like bring it on like
0: yeah and it's always it usually there's something included that you would never order yeah so it's good experience i think the only thing that i did so i went to um one of sean brock's restaurants that they is closed now Oh, maybe I should stop going to places because they keep closing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's Megan! <laughs> uh, but they, everything was amazing except one of the first courses was a raw oyster. Oh, yeah, you don't I, do those. I don't, don't do those. those. But I, I, everything else is amazing. But also, I was with our friend Susanna, who does like the raw oysters. And you were like, there so, you
1: go. She got to have it. <laughs> I did go to this one place um, on a business trip might have been in anaheim it was in california it wasn't san francisco might have been a trip to anaheim because i used to have to do those every fucking year but this one year we went to this place where like everything that's cooked is cooked over an open fire Mm -hmm. and so like and and, like some of it's on a grill some of it's like in a wood-fired stove like there's a few different like ways that they use the open fire yeah um and like The dining experience in and of itself was strange because I was there like with my boss and like one of our clients Yeah, I mean, we were like super chill and I knew them all really well. And so it wasn't like weird, but it was also weird because of they were weird. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. But also like one of those where you're like, if I was here with people that I really want, like my friends, it would be great. But like the food in and of itself was like super cool. Like Mm -hmm. we got this big tomahawk steak, but it also came there was like a full like or like, roasted snapper or some, I don't even remember, and, like, all of these vegetables and sauces, and you could just kind of, like, pick and take little things, and it was, that was, like, really fun. Yeah. The the food itself, the food experience <laughs> was really fun. Could have swapped out some of the people, but, like, the food in and of itself I was like, eh, this is actually pretty pretty fun. So, Makes up for it. Yeah, so, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've eaten at, like, Michelin-starred restaurants and stuff and, like, had perfectly fine meals, but, like, for me, like, sometimes it's just a really, like, I don't know, like, mundane or, like, hole in the wall or, like, Mm. like when I went to your family at Revolving Sushi, that was really fucking fun. (laughs) I loved going with your family to Revolving Sushi in um, Austin because I'd never done Revolving Sushi before, and it was fun to be there, like, with your family and, like, "Ah, I want that like, try to snatch it off the thing. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like, shit like that also stands out to me as, like... Okay, was the food that special? Probably not, but, like, it was a really fun dining experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. I also really like restaurants where, or not necessarily restaurants, but when you go to restaurants with people who are, like, willing to order, like, a shitload of food. Yes. (laughs) And will eat it. Yes. And not just order it to, like, have a bite and then I don't know what they do with it. I know. Um, Because I always want to try all the things. Yes. And so, being able to go to a place, one, it helps if They already have like the small plate situation, but being with people who are like, uh "Oh, let's order fifteen things." Yes, you're like, "Okay, okay, let's (laughs) order the whole menu." Cool. Although one time we did do that, we ordered almost the whole menu, and it was too much food. (laughs) We were, but it was amazing. We were miserable, (laughs) but we also still ordered dessert.
1: We yeah. It did not stop us from ordering more. It just we Uh, left and we're like, "Mm, that might not have.
0: so good though but it was really good
1: so <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. only tiny regrets
1: yeah it's fine it's, it's fine uh Megan what's bringing us
0: joy this week um that's a good question good hmm. question Steffi so glad you
1: asked oh I don't know <laughs> well I'll do mine I know mine um I'm in the process of converting my guest room into a sewing room yes i'm really excited about it i have a plan for uh the new homes for the furniture and so we're gonna rent a truck on monday and like take care of that and then the new furniture starts coming in on tuesday and wednesday the like desk and the storage cabinet and then i don't know the couch will be here in like a few weeks because mm-hmm. um, that's like a custom order thing because there was like Thirty-eight different upholsteries you could choose, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really excited to have like my own little my own little space. Yay! And like, I think even you know, more than my office,
0: yeah. my little space. Yes, and I think it'll help. It'll help you organize the other parts of your life. Yes,
1: because there's so much in my office, in my office closet, that is and
0: your bedroom, in my
1: bedroom, that's just like my crafting shit because mm-hmm. I haven't had a space for it, and now I will have like I'll be able to like probably more than 50% empty out my office closet which mm-hmm. means that then I can put like more of like my food blogging props and like linens or my boards or like you mm-hmm. can take things that are clogging up other areas funnel them into there like
0: yeah just- cuz you'll be able to put your you'll be able to put your props in that closet which means that then you then can put more stuff in your kitchen cabinets. Yes. It's like a whole... Which is
1: also going to be redone soon. It's like
0: a little rolling ball of it organization is. and amazingness. And I'm very excited for you. It <laughs>
1: is. I'm very excited about I'm also it. like, can
0: I get in your house and help you with it?
1: <laughs> oh, I will definitely be needing some like, okay, how are we going to organize the things? And now we have this space freed up. So what's going to go in there? Mm-hmm. Very excited about it. So. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, what's bringing me joy is that my husband's going on a work trip.
1: <laughs> See also when I said being in the house by myself.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh. So he works from home, and so they are doing like a little team gathering or whatever in New Orleans, and so during
1: Mardi Gras. No, no, no. Mardi Gras is already over. Yeah, that's right. I guess it's Lent now.
0: Yeah. Um. And so he'll be gone, and I will be alone during the day. It'll be great, and um. (sighs) Yeah. So. I'll have the whole day of quietness. it would be lovely. Yeah. It's not it usually doesn't it's not like it's a bother usually. No, but there's but just, like, just like the vibe of like having another person there sometimes yeah. is just kind of too much when you're trying to get a lot of work done. Um so I'm really excited because I think I'm gonna I get a lot know, of stuff I done. I like to
1: pop around and be weird. Yeah. By myself as I want as like, I like don't want to be- sing. Yeah, it's not like I don't wanna be weird in front of my husband, but also like sometimes when I'm really weird, he does look at me like, Wow, I married you. And <laughs> same thing. Sometimes he's really weird, and I'm like, wow, I married you. And yeah. we're like, maybe we don't go to our separate corners. Yeah. Uh,
0: and especially because we obviously spend so much time together all the time, constantly. Um, it's kind of nice to just like, he can go do a thing and like be by himself. It's nice and, like, to miss like, him. He gets time alone. Yeah. And like, it's good. It's nice to miss him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, my son. My younger son doesn't get home from school until, like, the bus drops him off at, like, four-ish. And my older son is in track now, so he doesn't come home until later. I have to pick him up, granted, but it's, like, not until so, 4.30. And so, whole day! So much time. It's exciting. So much time. It's great. Yeah. Love it. Next week, we will be talking about fandoms.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a really good conversation. So... Uh, until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow us on social media at IRSI podcast, or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you.
0: Bye.